Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about reaping the benefits of your problems. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. This is an eight page guide with the exact words that you can use in eight different situations where somebody might be pulling away or acting flaky. So it's very thorough. It's highly shared (laughs) amongst people who have downloaded it and you can access it by checking out the link in the show notes. Also, if you haven't already, make sure that you get on the waitlist for my next coaching program opening in April. The program is From Dating to Exclusive, where we cover all things dating. And the foundation of that is knowing that dating is a skill that you can learn. So if you are constantly caught up in situationships or casual connections and not really able to get to the next phase or step, in dating or you feel like it's just such a drag and you're not having fun and you would love to make it a more fun growth oriented process then you definitely need to join the program and when you access the link in the show notes you can join the waitlist and get the early bird discount okay so let's talk about how to reap the benefits of your problems so the first thing to understand is that everybody has one to three life problems currently And once they resolve those, they will have one to three life problems. (laughs) So even once you resolve a problem in your life, there will be a new one to take its place. And that is just the way that it goes. I can't think of a single phase of my life where I didn't have one to three life problems. And you probably can't either. And I promise you, it's the same for every single other person in the world. And We're going to talk a little bit more about the comparison later, but the most important thing is knowing that there will always be one to three life problems and that the way that you choose to cooperate (laughs) with those problems will determine the quality of your life and will determine who you become and what you create in your life. The first way to reap the benefits of your problems is to focus on solving them instead of coping with them. So let's take an example from my life of one of my big life problems that I had that I no longer have. And that was feeling lonely, disconnected, not having friendships as an adult. And for the longest time, I was coping with that problem by binge watching TV, especially shows revolving around friends. (laughs) So I was watching Friends, I was watching New Girl, I was watching all of those shows that vicariously made me feel like I had friends. I know it's really embarrassing uh, when you put it that way. (laughs) So I was coping in that way. I also started overeating, which just all around made me feel worse mentally, physically. I felt not at home in my own body. I felt less confident. I felt sluggish. And I was just avoiding facing the problem, which was that I felt lonely and disconnected. I also coped by overly relying on my partner at the time and just thinking, that's all I need. And also by avoiding the problem and just um, telling myself that 
I it wasn't true <laughs> like it wasn't as bad as I thought and I'm actually introverted so I don't really care and I don't need that so a lot of avoidance and a lot of coping and the problem with coping is that whatever you're doing to cope with the problem is probably creating more problems for you and eventually you're also just letting that problem sit on the shelf and get moldy <laughs> and stinky and worse and growing and the longer that you're not dealing with it the bigger of an issue it becomes and so not only does your regular problem become more painful or more difficult to deal with but also you get like five new little problems that you now have to deal with in addition. Coping is really natural because solving tends to be unpleasant. <laughs> so solving a problem and tackling it head on requires, first of all, for us to be very honest with ourselves and maybe acknowledge shortcomings or mistakes that we made. I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, oh my God, you totally lost yourself and you have not contributed towards creating friendships whatsoever. And also you have a lot of social shortcomings <laughs> that you now need to work on and you need to work on your social anxiety and you need to deal with this. So, you know, it requires a level of honesty with yourself that is uncomfortable. And then also you will probably need to challenge your comfort zone in order to actually solve the problem. The problem is there because either you set a goal and you're aspiring to something that you have not yet evolved to create and therefore you need to grow and challenge your comfort zone in order to create it or because of some sort of deficit that was formed in your life by atrophying certain skills or just not having had something in the first place and now you have to challenge your comfort zone and grow in order to fill that deficit so for me it was a kind of both it was like aspirationally wanting friends but also a deficit of some social skills some confidence and just a deficit of connection that i created by avoiding this area of my life sometimes we also avoid solving a problem because just the amount of time it takes <laughs> like our actual life problems usually tend to not be quick fixes sometimes they are but sometimes they take quite a bit of time and for example the whole friends thing it took like a year and a half to really get it to a place where it felt comfortable and good and then maybe another half a year to get it to a place where it was like super thriving and on autopilot and exactly where I want it to be. And then there's still growth to be had in that area. So it can take time to resolve challenges and problems that we have. And sometimes we'd rather just not even look at that timeline or get started on that timeline because we're overwhelmed by it. The thing about time is it does catch up to you and you will be your future self at some point and your future self will have to deal with whatever problems your current self didn't deal with so if you're getting overwhelmed by thinking about the path ahead of how long it's going to take to resolve something just remember that by the time you get there 
you will be your future self and you'll be the self who tackled this problem or the self who chose to avoid it or was just coping with it and didn't face it head on. So actually solving this problem specifically in my life, it was it took a long time as I mentioned and it was very uncomfortable. I did workbooks for social anxiety and I had to talk to a lot of people and was sometimes exhausted by social plans and was the planner for a really long time with the people that I met and was always organizing things and creating group chats and investing, investing, investing in these connections and then doubting myself and then getting embarrassed when I made jokes that didn't work out and there was so much discomfort that came along with it and it took a while for all of those pieces of it to lead to not having that problem anymore. So for the sake of your future self, if you want to reap the benefits and experience a future without that problem or with the benefits of having overcome that problem, then make sure that you're not coping with the problem, but instead that you're solving it. And by the way, just to give you an idea of what it looks like to reap the benefits of the problem, not just to not have a problem anymore, which in and of itself is very valuable, but the benefits of having overcome this was that I have new friends, (laughs) number one. I never, ever, ever feel lonely. I um, don't have to plan things anymore because I get invited and I feel happy. <laughs> I I actually think like the number one thing that was contributing towards depression was a lack of community and so much loneliness. So those were the benefits that were available to me later when I actually resolved the problem. Okay, the next way to reap the benefits of your problems is to make sure that you solve them fully and not until you just get past that point where it was too uncomfortable. So when you think about resolving a problem, it's very easy to stop once the most sharp pain of it is dulled. So you might actually be working towards resolving it, but you resolve it just a little bit and then you just let it coast. So example of this in my own life, I started pelvic floor physical therapy. I had told you guys about that a really long time ago and I got just like good enough (laughs) results, meaning I got to the point where I could have pain-free intercourse and I still needed to do the physical therapy though in order to have that. And then I just figured that was fine and I didn't keep working on it. And I just was like, okay, that's good enough for me. And what that led to is things getting worse over time. And I didn't actually make permanent changes in my body. I didn't actually find the root source of the issues. Um, And I didn't like, yeah, I didn't create the permanent change in my body. I was just, in a way I was actually just coping. So we want to avoid half solving our problems. So there, if you can kind of think of a gradient where a problem becomes very painful, very disturbing in your life, and then you think, I have to do something, and you get really motivated, and you start to do it, and then you start to see some improvements, and that's where you just kind of start coasting instead of seeing it all the way through. So 
For example, even with friendships, that was something that would have been very easy to do, where I started to meet a few people and now I'm good, right? Like, I don't know, it's already good enough. I don't really need to work on that more. But I still felt socially anxious and I hadn't created new best friends yet and I wasn't feeling fully comfortable and free socially. But it wasn't as painful as it was before. So it would have been very easy to quit at that point. And I'm very glad that I didn't and that I fully resolved the problem. Because very often when we half resolve the problem and then coast, we return to the original state of the problem at some point. So it's better to stay committed and be really honest with yourself of when you've actually reached your goal of overcoming this problem completely. A lot of the benefits and the real magic of problems comes right after that point. So thinking of the pelvic floor physical therapy example with me, I got just to pass that like point of like, okay, I'm no longer in pain. And then I coasted. And then later when the problem returned because I didn't actually resolve it, I was like, okay, I really need to like see this through to the end. And I'm still in that process. Um, However, (laughs) I have had the most extraordinary breakthroughs from not quitting early and from continuing this process past that little oh, I'm not uncomfortable or in pain anymore, point. Um, I learned so much about my body. I uh, now can have multiple orgasms, (laughs) which I just never ever thought was available to me. Um, And that was like a result of continuing down this path of solving this problem and just discoveries were made. (laughs) Um, I also found a really extraordinary intuitive body worker and that has been a mind-blowing experience and I've connected more spiritually through this experience. I've discovered um, the magic of releasing emotions in my body and just having like the most weird life experience as a result of trying to solve this problem. And so all of that was reserved for after that point and I'm still resolving this problem like finding that permanent resolution but now it's just like interesting (laughs) right like now it's fun now I'm like discovering now I'm learning now I'm growing now I'm evolving because I'm engaged with this problem and tackling it head-on instead of avoiding it the next way to reap the benefits of your problems is to avoid complaining about your problems, especially avoiding thoughts around it not being fair that you have this problem in the first place and that maybe somebody else doesn't. And especially with dating, I hear this a lot where people say, it's not fair that I had to spend this much time on the apps while my friend downloaded the app, matched with the first person and immediately got into a relationship that's not fair. Or it's not fair that I have to learn all of these things and somebody else just found their person in college and never had to think about it again. And I want to say it isn't fair. And I think you're right. It's not fair 
how much money I had to spend on pelvic care <laughs> compared to the average person. It's not fair how much effort it took for me to make friends when some people never have to think about that because maybe they're just a little more extroverted or grew up more socially confident. It's not fair. And yet those were my life problems <laughs> that I was given. And remember that everybody has one to three and very often we really, really don't know what other people's life problems are. And also sometimes our problems are out of sync with other people. So you might be dealing with the biggest life problem ever right now, and they might be having more of a calm year. And then their big life problem is coming two years from now. And then you're going to be glad that you don't have that problem. And it's not going to be fair that they have that problem. So if you want to reap the benefits of your problems, try to abstain from complaining, from going down the it's not fair and really think about who's going to make it fair for you. Like if you say that out loud, it's not fair that it was so easy for that person and not for me, who is going to deal with that for you? <laughs> there is no judge. There is no judge who comes and takes a little bit of your problem and gives it to that person and then shifts all the problems around so everybody has an equal life challenge and problem. So really realizing that when you go down that road mentally, you're actually just ruminating and it's almost just another way to avoid your problem instead of accepting and dealing with the fact that you've got one to three life problems and you can either start solving them or complain that somebody else didn't have that problem. And the last way and really important way to resolve your problems and reap the benefits of them is to solve with your thoughts first. So giving you a dating example, I had the problem of the chosen problem, really, which was that I wanted to meet men in person. And that came with a host of difficulties, <laughs> which were... Uh, what if he has a girlfriend or I'm too nervous to talk to him or I don't know what to talk about or I don't know how to do this. And one of the things that I did was I wrote down the thought that would be in alignment with the result that I want. So the result is a romantic connection, um, exchanging information and going on a date. And the main thought that I found that's in alignment with that and in alignment with me actually connecting with people in person was a thought that makes me feel connected. And that thought was everybody wants to connect. So literally just keeping that thought in the front of my mind was extremely helpful for being able to talk to anybody in person, no matter the situation, no matter how random and taking all of that pressure off because I came in with the assumption that everybody wanted to connect, even if it was just in a friendly way and maybe possibly in a romantic way. So that was actually a lot easier and actually much more um, effective in terms of solving the problem of how to meet men in person than just forcing myself to do a bunch of things that I was uncomfortable with. I still had to do the uncomfortable things, but it came from a different place. So you will always have more success with actually solving a problem and getting the benefit of that problem 
if you look at it holistically, including your thoughts and feelings and not just how to make it happen through your actions. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to leave a review, you can do so by searching for Women's Dating and Confidence podcast, clicking on it, scrolling all the way down, and then you will see a section to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can just leave a rating on Spotify. I read them every day. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. I will see you on the next episode. Have a good day. Bye.